Hey cousins, welcome to Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. Welcome cousins to this episode of Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. I'm your host, Cornell Wright, the People's Lobbyist. And today we're going to talk about and touch, touch on the success we had with the 2020 elections this past November. Now, the reason I say it's a success, cousins, is I'm not taking a Democratic or Republican or any of the other parties' perspective on that. The success I'm talking about is that we had nearly two-thirds of the cousins who were out there who were eligible to vote who actually exercised their constitutional right to be able to go and cast their ballot for the, whom they wanted to win. That's fantastic. That's an improvement. Cousins, we haven't had that many people go out to vote in like 120 years in this country. That shows engagement, that shows some connection and unity, that's starting to understand how a democracy is supposed to work. So to that, I congratulate all the cousins who were out there, those who had to stand in line, those who sent in their ballots, who had to walk distances, drive distances, stand in the heat, stand in the cold. To all you cousins out there, everybody, congratulations for exercising your right to vote. So we kind of look at this. So all the, all the statisticians, they've taken the electoral vote, the voting, and they've cut it all different ways. Who voted for which candidate, who represents which parties, all this sort of thing. Let me also say, cousins, that for the first time in a long time, there was pretty clear distinction between the two major candidates, okay, i.e. the presidential offices. We also had a number of senators being elected. The entire House of Representatives uh, are, are passed the ballot and they're voting on every two years. You had a number of local initiatives and a number of states you had referendums and things that passed or didn't pass based upon the interests and the will of the people. Remember when I started this series of uh, videos, cousins? We talked about we the people. Well, we the people is what this is all about. And so the opportunity that we the people had a chance to exercise our constitutional rights in order to indicate which direction we wanted to go based upon the information we're working with, that's a beautiful thing. What I'm trying to do is help you with the education as well as any other, many other sources that you have coming your way is what's the information, how should we be evaluating where we are and what's the right choice for us moving forward. Now, cousins, you think about this. We have 50 states, as I mentioned before, all of which have 50 different ways of casting their ballots. So, cousins, one of the things you need to consider is a bad idea. You know who I am with a bad idea. Have a drink. <laughs> is what was your voting experience? Whether you did a mail-in ballot prior to, which hopefully was convenient for a number of cousins, whether you had a chance to vote early, whether you had a chance to vote the day of, in person, how convenient for, was it for you, where did you have to go, and more specifically, cousins, let's be honest, how long did it take in 2020 for them to be able to tabulate the votes? Now, I know for a fact that in some of the states, let's call Pennsylvania, for example, that there was interest on the part of the election officials to move to be able to start counting the ballots early, prior to the actual date of the election, and then recognizing 
that if for, all, for those ballots who had come in early, who had been validated, okay, I mean, they had been received, identified that the person was a registered voter, they were appropriate, and then have them be counted. Because that wasn't allowed, it then continued to elongate and expand the period of time. We all had to wait to hear what they had to say and how they voted in Pennsylvania. Now, come on, cousins. I know that's up to the great state of Pennsylvania and those cousins there to make their decision, but is that really necessary? So the question is for cousins, for you right now to start thinking about that there's going to be more votes in the future, how do you want to be able to vote in the future? COVID is still with us. Hopefully it won't be here forever, but there are going to be other circumstances and situations. We all have busy lives. So some cousins have never been able to get off from work to go vote on Tuesdays only, right? Those cousins who are in the military, they always require mail-in ballots. A lot of cousins are moving around, so they have mail-in ballots. So the whole idea is what's it called, a non-excuse requirement for a mail-in ballot? Why not? Is that such a bad idea? Because think about it, cousins. The idea is not suppressing of the vote. It should be expansion of the vote, right? There's a difference between trying to keep voting down so only a few people can vote and then everything we start to get a chance to make decisions one way or the other it should be a broader so that all the cousins have an opportunity to vote and then it's their ob obligation to be motivated to go out and do that i had a chance to go out and vote i had a perfect time it was super easy and so i can't tell you any bad stories but we've all seen them on tv where cousins had to stand in lines for hours to be able to vote early and or on election day. So cousins, why don't we get a chance to take a look at that, okay? Because making it easy for all the, all the cousins is really what we need to do and be about. Unfortunately, each cousin in each state has to go about making their own decisions. But we have models across all 50 states of what works well and what you could consider moving forward. Because at the end of the day, cousins, it's your vote that counts, every single one. And as and certainly you looked at it, you say, well, gee, there were 70 million ballots cast for the various presidential elections. When you start moving that down from the president down to the senators, down to your county, down to your state, you can start to see where your vote starts to have a lot of impact. Your singular vote, you. One person, one vote. Okay? So why don't you take a, take a chance to start having conversations there's, I'm sure there's organizations in your state that are starting to look at how do we then start to handle the vote. By the way, to make sure that the vote was what? Free of fraud. It's never been proven that there's any fraud associated with voting. Okay? There's been numerous studies, numerous investigations by governmental administrations, zero proof. Now, having said that, cousins, we also had that the National Security Administration, excuse me, Homeland Security, was involved in order to make sure that this election was as protected as possible from foreign intervention. You know those foreigners who don't want us to have a good democracy, that don't want us cousins to get together because they know if we get together we're too strong to beat? Those folks. Okay? We had a solid election. So now cousins, we all have to work because democracy requires work on all of our parts to maintain and continue that. So once again, cousins, let me say, Congratulations to us all. Continue the hard work. As the United States of America, the preamble of the Constitution, this is Cornell Wright saying thank you. Continue wearing your mask. Let's have a good one in the future. Take care now.